Hello. Um, I hope that all of you are well. I want to talk to you guys about something very important. And this is extremely important. So if you're a fan of my podcast, please stick with me, okay? It has been very tough in the hiatus portion of the podcast from about June. It was from May to July. And I, I planned on starting the season off right. But unfortunately, I have been abandoned by community orgs and abused online by various persons. I am not going to name the people because I've already named and shamed them for supporting things like hate, racism, and other crap. On top of supporting me being put in an abusive situation. On top of the persons that, you know, on top of using a song that nobody really talks about anymore and making insensitive comments about mentally ill people. Okay, so let me just say that I am not going to be fodder or entertainment for somebody anymore. I don't think it is entertainment to watch somebody get abused on the internet. And I want to say it this way, the throne room with Beth Rossi does not stand for white supremacy, abuse on the internet, or any other issues. On this podcast, you're going to hear a lot of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Two, twelve. But I do want to let all y'all know that any comments, voicemails, other stuff, I'm having a hard time trying to get the damn episode thing to switch so I can record a new episode because the new episode button keeps disappearing. Why? I don't know. Recording. Anyway. Um... I was told not to slander people, but that is not the case at all. The minute you send a death threat my way is when your little argument goes right out the window. Because my safety and my partner's safety are in jeopardy at that point, and it is not my fault. It is the choice of the person doing this stuff. I also want to point out that I'm sorry that I did not put my stuff on focus yet and will not be doing so, but you'll hear some other recordings, so yeah. Hello and welcome to the birthday week edition of the, um, Throne Room with Beth Rossi. It is about time that I discuss a couple of things that have gone on. And I want to talk a little bit about something that came to my attention after a fellow Facebook friend came across a really interesting 
a Prime video docu-series. I want to know, though, first of all, question of the day can be found on the Throne Room Facebook page. If you would like to get access to the question of the day before I ask it right here on this podcast, please make sure you are liking the Facebook page. I don't know if I want to do a Twitter page. I'm not sure I'm going to do a Twitter page because I got already two friggin' Twitter accounts. I may have to draft one of my Twitter accounts and change it to, say, at Throne Room Pod. I don't know. But I do want to do an Instagram. I would love to do an Instagram. I know some of you are really into Instagram. And you love pictures, and a picture's worth a thousand words, but to me, it's not really worth a thousand words. A picture is worth a pair of working eyeballs. That's kind of the problem with pictures. Anyway, so we're trying to do some changes to the podcast, and one of those is the buy me a coffee thing. Five dollars, ten dollars. You can donate to buy me a coffee. There's also going to be some listener-supported content. And I'm going to look into the getting of listener-supported content. Also, I'm going to have to share the profile and the episode link. Or I may just share the profile on the, the like page, the fan page for Facebook. Because Anchor's share episode button is broken. I cannot reach the Anchor team about it. Support, Anchor support is no help. And there's a lot of people that are no help on these teams. I'm sorry. There's just, there's limits to what I can do blind. But anyway, the main topic today, as of this recording, this is September 20th, 2021, and this is, it's my 35th year on Earth, and I'm very happy about it, but there is one big thing that I want to talk about, and it has to do with this little uh, docuseries called Lula Rich. You guys might be getting what I'm thinking, huh? Lula Rich is a play on LuLaRoe. How many of you guys have worn something from LuLaRoe or know somebody who, you know, was a fashion consultant and did the modeling thing from LuLaRoe and all that kind of stuff? I gotta tell you, LuLaRoe was recently sued and had to settle. They were told not to operate like a pyramid scheme. A pyramid scheme? What do you believe is a pyramid scheme? Let me tell you what a pyramid looks like. For those of you who are living under a rock, think about a triangle with a point on top. And I think it's a equilateral triangle. Now I want you to take that equilateral triangle and put another equilateral one next to it and another and another until you get this 
what looks like a square at the bottom. And it goes like, it's like four corners on the bottom, all right? Or it could be three corners on the bottom. You could do this with three equilateral triangles, I think. I'm not really big, I'm not really big on geometry. But a pyramid is a triangle. It's like a three-dimensional triangular thingamajig. If you've ever seen a picture of the pyramids in Egypt, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. So a pyramid scheme is basically what it, it, it is what it says it is. It's basically a pyramid of people. It starts with one person who starts the business. Let's take LuLaRoe, for instance. LuLaRoe would say things like, and this is how a pyramid scheme operates. The, the infograph of a pyramid scheme would be something like a triangle, like I described, equilateral triangles. Or you could, oh, crap, I'm trying to remember all my triangles. Because... We learned about triangles in geometry, and we also did a little bit of trig. If you guys remember trigonometry, don't forget Sokotoa. Don't ask me why I said that. <laughs> um, but LuLaRoe was a pyramid scheme because one of the things they stressed in their business model was you sell your product, but then you get other people to sell the product, and you recruit the key word here is recruit 10 people to sell your stupid product. Trenton and I are still using, we have a legal shield plan, but that's not a pyramid scheme because there's no downline or commission or bonus big enough to, I don't know if there's any such thing big enough to warrant it as a pyramid scheme. But it is also not a pyramid scheme, but it is a multi-level marketing tool. The thing is, hmm, the thing about MLMs though, not all of them are pyramid schemes. And multi-level marketing companies like Legal Shield don't operate like pyramid schemes like LuLaRoe. And LuLaRoe was a pyramid scheme up until the time they were told, you can't do this, you can't have this or that kind of operation as a pyramid scheme. What else do pyramid schemes do? Well, for one, what LuLaRoe was doing was kind of stupid. They gypped their customers. And a lot of retailers left because there were some stinky leggings and bad skirts and other stuff that LuLaRoe had mailed as inventory to its customers. They were also ripping off artists. They were ripping off all kinds of people and it was because of the Stedhams. Um, now, Mary Kay is not a pyramid scheme either, but it is an MLM company. Mary Kay's been around forever, okay? And I have friends who are part of Mary Kay, but you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna yell at them because Mary Kay just sells cosmetics and stuff. 
And they also have like lotions and body products and just different products. And then there's Avon and Sensi. These companies do not operate the way LuLaRoe has. And a lot of these companies have low startup costs. The startup of the business should never be 5,000 bucks. Let me tell you something about what attracts a lot of blind folks like my friends to MLM companies. The first thing that attracts us disabled people to MLM companies is you don't have to have a college degree or experience. And I think that's fine, but a college degree is a waste of money. I am not doing this podcast because I have a degree in podcasting. There is no college degree in podcasting that I know of. There are commercial radio station schools and Emily Payton, Emily Petton Payton from Tennessee. She went to a school that specialized in broadcasting. Now she's a DJ for some online, it's a radio station. And I like what she does with forgotten songs and everything. She does like the forgotten song project. So if you want to check her out, go ahead. Um, I'm going to need more information on that, but oh well. But my point is that college degrees do exist for folks who want to do something attractive like what Emily's doing right now. But the big problem with MLM companies is that your income can go down because people can leave. MLMs are not steady income. They are not paid to you at a steady rate. I want to thank my buddy Iris Pang for that. She does indeed have a point about MLMs not being steady enough. I would have joined Mary Kay, but the problem is I would have to promote and market my product. And that's pretty much all you do. With Legal Shield, Trenton and I have to market the product. We need to also have a license to sell in some states. Florida, I don't want to sell too because then my family would get wind of it. Even though I'm freed from whatever the, whatever the hell the family had, the guardianship, even though I'm freed from guardianship and a guardianship survivor, I do not want someone from my family buying Legal Shield because they're going to use it against me and they're going to say, how can we steal our daughter's money? How can we plunder her estate? I can't do that. But if I sold to, say, someone like my friend Jesse Hernandez in Miami, the Hernandez family has nothing to do with my family. As long as they keep their mouths closed and Jesse keeps his product, his plan, under his control, we're good. But I also need to, um, I need to let you guys know, though, that not all MLMs are bad MLMs. LuLaRoe just happened to be one of those MLMs that were bad. 
Plexus, I tried to sell with them, but I couldn't do it. Stream was not really, it was a conflict of interest for me to sell Stream with, um, and I don't remember what the heck they, they changed the name to, but it, they had like a doctor's on demand kind of thing. And it had like electricity and cell bill stuff. But I'm like, why am I selling this? And let me be honest, I don't think stream is a bad thing if you live in Texas, but in Colorado, there are no stream outlets here. There's, I mean, we're kind of monopolized by Excel Energy here in Colorado. So I can't really sell to, I mean, all the people I know don't even have any clue what the heck stream was. And I couldn't just sell to them. I couldn't just push a product on them if they couldn't use the product either. And um, that's another thing that makes, I think stream might've been one of those. There was a dog food business that my friend Laurel, who now lives in Finland, was also trying to get me to sell dog food. But I'm like, Laurel, I don't even have a dog. Of course I knew people that had dogs, but it's like, do I really want to have, I don't want to sell a product unless I can use the product. And one of the main things about selling a product is you have to know the product itself. So for instance, Legal Shield, I have used Legal Shield to counter debt collectors and I've had to call low income lawyers because debt collectors are on my butt. Debt collectors are on my ass. I can't pay the college debt. $400 is a lot. It's four sevenths of my paycheck. I cannot live on $300 a month. I cannot live on enriching people who harass. Debt collectors are known to harass people, threaten people. If you don't pay, this won't go away and you'll have to pay as long as you live. Bull crap. I need to be able to cancel the debt, but the problem is I'd have to, I'd have to settle the debt. I'd have to pay the debt and I don't want to pay the university because the university they're sending these companies to harass me and I don't care because, and what's one way you could pay back that debt? MLM companies are so attractive because they say, if you make money selling a product, you recruit 10 people you know, and then they recruit 10 people they know, but there are downline commissions and I think Plexus was one of those companies. I was going to sell them, but meh, not gonna work. It didn't work. And there's no way I can do Plexus because the Plexus power team, forget it. I just can't sell. I can't sell wellness products that are not approved by the FDA and I'm not really big on wellness. The wellness industry is also saturated with these things. Like I'm hearing about women who sell their breast milk 
First of all, breast milk is for babies and babies only, but there are athletes using breast milk to basically tone their muscles. Bodybuilders. They go and they get breast milk from these women, and it's like, man. Then I heard that, now I know some of you like your wellness products. I have heard Young Living is one of the products that kind of fell under the list of fake wellness products. I, I did watch a documentary about wellness products, and it was interesting because I got to learn about, you know, breast milk and lavender oil and all these other weird products. But the, there's nothing wrong with natural stuff. It's the science that bugs me more. So for instance, if I'm a bodybuilder and I say, hey, I want some breast milk. If I'm a male bodybuilder and I say, I'm gonna put breast milk in my protein shake or what have you, it doesn't work. Breast milk is for babies and babies only. And I am not going to sell breast milk of my own because I wanna give it to my baby. And of course, the only time I would ever pump it is into a bottle and then I would let Trenton hold the baby and do its thing, do his, his little... Bottle feeding a baby to me is a lot easier than breastfeeding, but I don't care. I'll learn to breastfeed because I think breast is best. And it's also releases a lot of oxytocin between baby and mom. You can't say that about like, well, bodybuilders. And oh, there were women selling their breast milk just to pay off the stupid LuLaRoe. LuLaRoe uh, start off costs and stuff. Now LuLaRoe is a pyramid scheme because of the downline commission as well. They, they were a pyramid scheme. The, recently the, the Washington State Attorney General's office said, uh oh, you can't be a pyramid scheme anymore. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my question of the day is, has any of you in my listener circle ever been a victim of a pyramid scheme? If yes, which company was it? And what problems, can you tell me more about your problems with the pyramid scheme? Here's how you're going to do it. I want you to send me an email, denverqueen at gmx.com. And I want you to, um... Put in the subject line, like the throne room pyramid scheme or throne room question of the day, pyramid scheme, whatever. Please be sure you do this so that I can identify the email. It just, it would work better that way. And if you want to send me feedback about my podcast, you can just like, um, you can send me an email same way. And then you can put like the throne room feedback, blah, blah, blah. Anything having to do with the throne room has to have throne room in the subject line or hey you gotta put my name in the subject line too because because I've been getting some pretty spammy looking emails like I've been getting some spammy looking emails that say things like hi dear I wanna be friends not that that's a bad thing but I just anyway um 
we may be going to lunch for our birthday and we may put some bonus stuff. Birthday bonus. Yes. That's right. So we may be doing like a big birthday bonus recording some of what's... I'm going to record the birthday festivities. Uh, maybe we'll go to Old Chicago. I know we went there for Cindy's birthday party. But I want to go there and it'll just it'll just have to be me and Trenton if like if I hear anything that like nobody wants to even join me for lunch on my birthday then oh you'll see I'll record something cuz I want to record some sounds sounds from the restaurant we decide to go to and Caraba's Italian Grill may be the place to go. And then I'll just go to Best Buy and get me another Google speaker thing. I don't know. But I really want to be able to go. Or we could go to Red Lobster. We could go to Red Lobster. Yeah, Red Lobster. That'd be cool. And then there's also a Joe's Crab Shack in Westminster. I have been to Joe's. I love Joe's. We found our Joe's and we're really happy. But I think Red Lobster would have to be one of the places. I don't want to go to Red Lobster though because here's the reason. Because of the seafood shortage. I don't want to contribute to the seafood shortage. Oh, and secondary question of the day. Are you guys feeling the effects of any of the economic shortages in the headlines? You can tell me, especially through email. Please tell me through email, denverqueen at gmx.com. Uh, put question, question answers and put my name in the subject line or the throne room in the subject line. Like I said, I want you guys to do this so I can identify who the heck is sending me emails. If I get strange emails from people, then I know who they are. And if you are someone who has not been a personal friend of mine on Facebook and you are not blocked, please like my Facebook page. Um, it's facebook.com slash throne room podcast. Please like my Facebook page. Otherwise, if you want me to invite you, go to denverqueen.com. You can click my Facebook link from there or facebook.denverqueen.com. Message me, and yes, I will look at strange messages as long as they have nothing to do with just plain hi, hello, have you heard the good news? Please be careful, guys. Um, I've been kind of asked to talk about the good news and some weird government grant keeps popping up in my Facebook and I have to ignore the messages because some of them happen to be one of, like some of my friends got hacked. Ooh, okay. I'll see you guys later. My watch is awake. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> my dear love he's so funny hi guys so 
for this special episode of the throne room where I'm trying to kick this off, I want to give a shout out to my, shut up. I want to give a shout out to my dear friend, Muhammad Mo Muscle Doris, and I do want to do some things, but I want to talk to you guys about the dangers of playing way too much football. I know some of you are probably going to laugh at me and go, oh my God, why are you doing this? Are you hating on football? No, I don't hate football players. I like, I kind of like the sport. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I know that it's fun to watch, but I try to put myself oftentimes in, in the shoes of the guys who are playing the football. Girls can also play powder puff rugby. Have any of you guys ever played with powder puff rugby? Um, powder puff football is actually kind of fun to watch too. And we did actually, we, we did something really weird at my school. Since high school football is coming into its own and it's coming back. The Colorado high school football prep teams are doing real good. Okay, good, whatever. But I want you guys to kind of, parents, please listen to me real quick. Please, if your son comes up to you and says, I want to play football, you need to ask yourselves why. Now, Mo Muscle Doris over there, his son is only eight. And he goes, Daddy, I want to play football. And you know why? Because little Doris or the little boy that is Muhammad's son, I want you to understand that your daddy played football too. I knew your daddy back in high school and he was the star quarterback. He was, I believe, my class's star quarterback. And he was a good boy, okay? I liked him. I, I thought he was a real gentleman, but that's not why I'm talking about him. Mo Muscle ended up becoming a wrestler and doing wrestling gigs and such. Fun, okay. But I wanna tell you I don't really like football because it's because what I saw in the movie Concussion should stop you. When your son who has, if your son has not had years of football prep and training about how to wear his helmet, how to wear his shoulder pads, all that stuff. Or your daughter, the same. I mean, your daughter, if your daughter comes up to you and says, I wanna play rugby, let her do it. Let her try it out. I mean, not everybody's gonna like contact sports, but for me, I don't really do contact sports. My mother forbade both my brothers from playing football. And I also think football is getting way too much attention in high schools. We are investing way too much in our football teams, as a matter of fact. Football may be an entertaining thing to, th you know, you got the sports betting and all that stuff. Saturday, football Saturdays were big in my house. But there are a couple of reasons why I do not support nor want to support or have to deal with football. <laughs> Except, of course, if someone I know, like if I had a daughter who wanted to be in the marching band. Okay, fine. You want to be in the band? Go ahead and stare at the football players. Tell me what you see about them. 
Here's one thing I'm going to ask you to look at. Look at the movie Concussion. Look at the beginning of the movie and do you see you see Mike Webster's brain begin to deteriorate. And I think they actually played some footage of actual Iron Mike Webster. Now, he was a gridiron classic dude, okay? S- Pittsburgh Steelers and he was an NFL legend. But by the time he was about 50 years old, his brain started to go, uh-uh, don't shake me anymore. I'm going to fucking kill you. Excuse me. <laughs> the brain, the brain of this football player was so shook up. It was like jelly. This guy was sitting there. Okay, I can't really demonstrate how off he sounded. But if you listen to the beginning of Concussion, you'll understand why. Do you want your high school sweetheart or your high school son or your football playing college student to end up like that? I know the NFL has had some adjustments to make with regards to the concussions, but you also might have other physical ailments too. Now, let's talk about Muhammad Darius, for example. This guy has had to tackle how many people? Has sacked how many people? The quarterback has to kind of do the team and you got to hike the ball every which way. And yeah, you do have to tackle people to get the stupid ball out of his hand. I get it, okay? Now, thankfully, I think Mr. DeReese has switched to wrestling. Now, there's something fun about wrestling, okay? Wrestling, you kind of get the kids used to it when they're little. But I also think wrestling is fun because, one, you get a lot of physical, kind of you-know-your-opponent type thing. Now, I ain't never done wrestling, but I know of a lot of blind people who can do wrestling, okay? My buddy Clayton has done wrestling. I met a dude in Florida that did wrestling. Oh my God, there are a lot of blind guys who do wrestling. Girls need to get into it as well. And I want to see Rhonda Rousey continue wrestling, even if she goes blind. Okay, Rhonda, you have no doubt got me as a fan because we need female wrestlers. Not in the, I don't like this whole WWE bull crap. I, I've just never really been into that kind of wrestling, but the high school wrestling is cool and college wrestling is cool. Wrestling is a lot of fun for the people who do it. And I think that wrestlers, they should also be aware of, you know, there are certain moves that aren't good. You're supposed to pin your opponent down to the ground and, and you, it's, It's kind of like judo, but it's not. Judo is Japanese wrestling. Okay, and then you got sumo wrestling and all that cool stuff. But look, I think wrestling in general is a better sport than football. As long as you don't try to pin your opponent's head to the ground and crush their brains, you're fine. You know, and wrestling is also done by weight class. So for me, I think I might be a middleweight. But if I'm like 80 to 100 pounds or some frame of weight, whatever, I would be a featherweight. And featherweight ain't bad either. 
but everybody concentrates on the dang heavyweights. I think I think judo does the same crap. They will let you into featherweight, middleweight, or heavyweight, but you gotta be really concentrated on an opponent of the same weight as you. And I think that's great that they do that. But football, okay. There are some good football kickers and there are good female kickers out there, but for the most part, you got like six foot. Ooh. You got guys who are like six foot four and like 500 pounds. And I, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I have, I think Muhammad Darius was about six. I'm going to guess he's about six, three. Nice guy. You know, honestly though, I do like a guy who's about 6'2". I did date a guy who was like 6'2". And six feet is about just as much as I like in a guy. My partner though is like about almost six feet. Doesn't quite hit the mark, but that's okay. He's a very sweet guy. And no, he's a, I think he would make a great soccer player. If he was sighted, I'd say, Hey Trenton, are you going for the World Cup? And I would beg him to play for the United States national team. And yes, I think soccer players are very good looking. <laughs> okay? It's, it's the feet I'm not worried about as much, but a soccer player's body has to be a bit lankier than a football player's. And yet they're still wearing the dang, I don't know if they wear the dang pads, but Soccer is a fun game, and I would recommend if your son says, I want to play football, why don't you mention European football, aka soccer, to him and say, we've got leagues, the soccer game, soccer leagues are amazing all over the country. There's that phrase, soccer mom, soccer dad, NASCAR dad, okay, um... If your son comes up to you and says, I want to be a NASCAR driver, let's take a look at that for a second. NASCAR, I will never watch NASCAR again after finding out that the NASCAR drivers, there's only one black dude in NASCAR and there are very few women in other series of cars. You have Bubba Wallace and I do support Bubba Wallace. Okay, that guy's amazing. He's black, okay? You don't find that often in the big boys, white, white man only kind of sport like NASCAR. I am glad they, NASCAR, the National Association of Stock Car Auto Racing is what it's called, has banned the Confederate flag. Here's the reason. Because we need to invite, you gotta get more people in your sport. And I wonder why NASCAR has such few views and very bad ratings in the media. I think it's a little out of fashion for a lot of people. And Rose Dickinson is one of the coolest people I've ever met. She was a... Ooh. Let me bring in a special guest. I'm going to make this a bonus feature. Hey you! Bella! Did you yes. play your pig game yet, Dodo? Uh... No? Not yet. <sighs> I am so sorry, Bella. 
God. My phone and my watch ringing forever after I pick up a... Well, um, Bella, I'm actually doing a little bit of a... Well, I, I want you to be a part of this, but I want to ask you a certain question. Sure. Do you like football? What? You like football? Yeah. What is your favorite football team? It's between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Lions. The Detroit Lions... Right? Or is oh okay. That's funny because you know what? It's it's weird because like every Thanksgiving I always have to contend with my relatives watching the Lions and the Browns. I think they usually have a game every Thanksgiving. And then, well, I, do. I don't I don't know because they play different teams every year. Yeah, I get it, I get it, but you know, I I was actually I'm glad you came on because I'm doing a little bonus feature for my podcast. And I wanted to talk football. And I wanted to get your opinion on football because, well, I was talking a little earlier. I have a friend who was a star quarterback in the high school football team I was privy to. And I was talking about, he was like six foot two, six foot four. Oh my God. Football players usually are about in the six foot range. And they got like, what, 300 pounds minimum at least 200 minimum. I would say 300. They're getting bigger and stronger. And boys are growing up way too quickly. I'm sorry, but I was, I was, when you I would be so scared if I had a son. I would be scared too if I had a son. Because. I'd have to be like, I'd have to talk to Megan and be like, Megan, how do you handle this with the boys? How did you handle this? How did you handle that? I can see it now. Dude, I see myself telling a little boy this little boy I, I if a little boy runs up to me and says mommy I want to play football do you want to and honestly I hate to do this to you Bella but I was watching concussion and there was that thing at the beginning with Iron Mike Webster whoever that guy was I don't know him oh he was Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback from oh god long ago but he was accepting an in, like a induction into the Hall of Fame. His speech was so off and his head really off. And he ended up dying because his brain kind of shut down, his organs shut down. And yeah, when your brain shuts down, then your organs uh, your everything shuts down. You need a brain yeah. to live anyway. Yeah. Then your body just goes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's exactly what happened to Mr. Webster. He was homeless, and I think the movie has him... I don't know if this is real. I need to go look it up, but it has him on a train, dead, and then his body was delivered. Here's the weird part. I was listening to, and I think it was... Was it Will Smith or whoever played Bennett Omalu did a good darn job of it? Um... Dr. Bennett Almalu was a medical examiner at the University of, what was it, Pennsylvania? Darn it, I can't remember. It's okay. But Dr. Almalu said, this guy died because he played too much football. He was an NFL gridiron great, and he died of what's called chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Yeah, it's a mouthful. CTE. (laughs) Yeah, it's my damn iPad. 
No, chronic, chronic trauma, traumatic encephalopathy is Honestly, what? I thought some of the conditions that I have with my CP were uh-huh. were tongue twisters. Hell no. No, 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 no. That is a tongue twister. I swear to God. But what this condition does, it's like a dementia. Okay, so your brain starts acting weird. You forget things, you get disoriented. It's kind of all the classic symptoms of CTE are almost like dementia or Alzheimer's. Yeah. But the way you get it is your head shakes way too much. Like you're throwing your head against your opponent's butt or whatever. And there's a lot of that going on in football. But there isn't as much of that in soccer. Wrestling, I don't think you're allowed to touch your opponent's head. As far as I understand, you don't want to crush their brains. So don't do that. Um, and I do mention that my buddy Clayton did wrestling, so I should know. Like, I talked to the guy, and I have no idea what he said. But um, w- um, do you have a favorite college football team? University of Michigan. Oh Jesus! Da 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 da. da. Oh, darn it! I can't sing the darn fight song. My brother had a joke. Don't worry about it. No, I, we borrowed Michigan's fight song for a while in my school. It was sad. Just sad. Because we needed an original fight song and we found it buried in the archives. But um, for THS, the fight song goes something like this. Da 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 and you have like the flutes go da da each time the bigger instruments do their da 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 whatever da 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 whatever da 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 damn it da 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 it's the THS fight song is it's its own fight song but you know what's weird we went to oh this is so weird um I'm trying to remember. Um, oh God, we had one, oh, Satellite High, this is so sad. We went to a game against Satellite High, the Scorpions. I have no problem with a lot of these teams, okay? But here's the sad thing about Satellite. Guess what high school or college football they borrowed from? You're gonna laugh. They borrowed... The Notre Dame Victory March. You ever heard that song? Michigan plays Notre Dame often. I hope you did. So, and then I think I went to... Let's see. (sighs) Shit. There's another fight song that I want to bring into. Shoot. Fight songs are very few and far between, but you're not going to like this one. Okay, Astronaut High School, my crosstown rivals had this fight song. Unfortunately, they borrowed Wisconsin's, but guess where that song actually originated? I'm going to sing the first four notes of the song, and I'm going to sing whatever words go with it. But it goes, when you say bud, bud, what am I talking about? Budweiser? Yes. And I don't think it was a very appropriate. Do what's that? 
I said I thought you were talking about weed for a second. No, 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 no. When you say ba da 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 Unfortunately, Astronaut had the gall to have this particular commercial song as its fight song. The A symbol for the War Eagles and Astronaut's emblem looks a lot like, I think, I was told it looked a lot like the Budweiser emblem. So, the last bit of the song goes, when you say Budweiser, you said it all. But, guess what? Astronaut's song, you're supposed to sing it like, when you say war eagles, you said it all. No, I don't like it. Because it went better with when you say Wisconsin. What? Huh? I said just ew. Yeah, ew, exactly. Well, Wisconsin, I think the Badgers had that fight song. No, 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 no. I don't like that song because you're encouraging underage drinking by having a fight song that clearly is parallel with Budweiser. First of all, Budweiser can only be served to to people 21 and up in the United States. And this is for you international folks here listening to my podcast. If you're listening and you do not have the same alcohol consumption laws, I apologize. But here in America, it's 21 and up. I remember the first day I turned 21 and I ordered wine. That's how it goes. It's a big deal here. You're funny. I think Luke is 18. Yeah, well, actually, for weed here, weed can be consumed here by those 21 and up. Because even 18-year-olds don't have as developed a brain. Well, if there's a shit ton of people mm-hmm. who are, um, you might want to put explicit on this episode. Oh, I will. I probably will have to anyway. Um, so there's a that. shit ton of people mm-hmm. that are below 18 that smoke weed. Um, That's not good. My ex-roommate's oldest daughter, I guess she smoked weed at fucking 14 or some shit. 14? Oh, Jesus Christ. And that's that's the other thing. I think Astronaut High School has had a a pregnancy and drug problem. Comparative to the... Well, there were some THS students who ended up going... Well, Astronaut has better prep and resources. Like... They have a help for expectant parents class. They have baby... Well, they have all kinds of baby prep classes. Yeah. But the only thing I don't like about Astronaut and other schools like it, in Florida, rather, is the mommy-daddy closet. Yeah. You get points for going to church. And church, unfortunately... With schools, that's kind of a touchy thing because now they Mm -hmm. have a... uh, Mm -hmm. A fucking thing called on separation of church and state now. Yeah, I know, but Florida really doesn't care about that because Florida, there's a lot of conservatives and people down there that are just like, we need these kids to be raised right. So when a teenager gets pregnant in Florida... I guess California's governor was was supposed to be um, let go, but he was kept in by a fucking landslide. You know why? Because the conservative guy who ran against him was spouting all this lie and conspiracy theory and stuff. I don't want to get into that, but I am going to get into high school. There's another, and the whole teenage pregnancy thing, that leads me to another reason why I don't really support football. It's because of 
the rape culture in colleges nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Definitely. I, 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 mm -hmm. I understand completely where you're coming from. Yeah, because like, I was reading this book called... Unfortunately, mm -hmm. um, there's not... <laughs> There's not much we can do unless we're college students, but but I want to make sure that, like, for example, you can't really take football completely out of the equation because it's not just football. Kids, when kids become of age, you're gonna have to, you know, people people are gonna have to realize they're going to probably want to play some very high contact sports. Well, yeah, I understand that, but the other thing I think is wrong with college is there's no... I mean, this the whole rape on campus debate is really raging. I mean... Yeah, I've seen a bunch mm -hmm. of um, SVU episodes. Um, on college rape and stuff, yeah. The thing about... There's actually a book that I would recommend, and I'm going to recommend this to everybody who reads it. Um, if you want to read a good book about sex and consent, it's the Big Questions book on sex and consent. It's by Dr. Donna Freitas. She's a Catholic, but you know what? I like what she says. She didn't write the book for Catholic schools, obviously. But I mean, I mean honestly... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Church thing where you gotta wait till marriage. Yeah, yeah, and that's. But if you mm -hmm. think that at the time that you're ready to consent to sex, mm -hmm. that if you're ready to consent to sex, I want to bring this up. Mm -hmm. That if you're ready to consent to sex, then it shouldn't be a problem. No, it shouldn't be a problem because. Unless the guy turned, well, no, not even then. Mm -hmm. But just stop having sex with them. Yeah, I know, but I mean. I never had that opportunity to experience the whole teenage sex thing, but maybe it was a good thing. But, you know, I lost my virginity. I, I didn't lose my virginity until I was 26. Dude, I didn't lose mine until I was about 24? I think I was like 20. It was about... I was close to your age when I lost it, but, you know, maybe it was a good thing. Because when I had... I was on the phone with a buddy. Her name's Emily. She's a sweetheart. And we, we were real good friends through high school. But she was isolated and punished for getting pregnant. Now, this is something I want parents to understand. If your daughter's pregnant, do not punish her for getting pregnant. It will only discourage her. It will put a very bad... Look, I understand some of you are like, purity this and purity that. But I want you to pick up this other book. Here's another one. I know I'm throwing a lot of information in your faces and I don't want to do it. But it's... Um, believe... Which one is it? And leave all those books and stuff in the show notes. The show notes? Jeez. Yeah. I'll, I'll put the title and authors in the show notes. I'm actually going to do that in the description. But um, I actually that's just got this book on Audible today. Because that's what a lot of the, my, my podcasters do. Oh, thank you. They, they Thanks think for that, that especially the true crime ones, they say mm -hmm. that um, if you want to look back at the resources we've used... They're in our show notes. Okay, well, I'm I'm going to put two books in the show notes. I'm going to put the one by, there's a book by Dr. Donna Freitas I'm going to recommend reading. And then there's The Purity Myth by Jessica Valenti. And I'm going to put that one in the show notes as well. Um, I'm going to see if I can find the links for Audible for both of those books. 
or the ammo whatever auditions for both and put those in the show notes you should put the audio link and also the print link too audio and yeah i need to do that but you know i only have like god i'm trying to remember how many characters i need to do with the description whatever i'll do it but if you guys want to check those books out i will have some resources in the notes just like she uh, thank you for that tip I, i really appreciate it But parents, please read these resources because you'll get a very big eye-opener about why the purity myth is really hurting young women. And it's very relevant today, even though the book was written in like, what, 2013? I can't remember when the book was written. But there are some, the the big questions book on sex and consent by Dr. Freitas is an excellent resource for all people to read. Whether you're straight, bi- non-binary, gay, whatever. So everybody should read this book because that's what Dr. Frida said. But other than that, I'm just going to say, you know, I'm going to put the title in the show notes. But yeah, I got to write those down. and Because I, I actually bought three books from Audible today, Bella, On in other news. So I'm going to move on from these subjects. Um, I... I I got three books on Audible because I had the opportunity to get three extra credits. Yeah, that was a hot deal. Hot damn. I got like three credits. And... Yay! (laughs) Hot dog. I had three credits. I'm going to have to put an explicit... I don't mind putting explicit on my... uh, um, episodes. I need to go through my episodes and figure out which ones are more explicit than others, but... The ones that I'm with you on would probably be the most explicit. Oh, that's okay. It doesn't matter. Hey, it's not like parents would let kids listen to half the crap I put out. <laughs> Besides... Okay, well, that's no. another subject that, um... Mm-hmm. Hey, excellent. Is, is, hold on, it's the debate between explicit and not explicit, explicit with kids above 12. I would say above 12 is perfectly normal, but you know what's really sad? You know what's really sad is I didn't actually get explicit shit when Mm -hmm. I started, when, when I moved out of my first house. Oh, man. You want to know something really sad, though? Kids say the darndest things. And when when your two- or three-year-old comes up to you and says, Why do you fucking care? <laughs> You're going to be like, Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, well, okay, I don't remember this, but <laughs> apparently I said what up to somebody and really? the inexplicative. Oh, man. That's okay. You, you know, honestly, Though, if I, <laughs> I had to do a pen like four or something, I don't oh, know. No. And you said, What up? I did that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no. You want to know something funny? There is a song by Rodney Atkins. I'm going to have to make a mention of this in the show notes as well so y'all can listen. Maybe I'll. I'll find the album it's on. I like Rodney's music. He's a country star. He seems like a family man, whatever. 
there's that song that talks about growing up and he's talking about in the I'll just paraphrase but in the first verse he's talking about a, a McDonald's trip with a four-year-old son and then he cussed out the crazy drivers on the road and then the four-year-old spills his drink in his lap and then he goes According to Mr. Atkins, he said it, the word, the S word, so he says, he looks back at his little kid like, where did you learn to talk like that? And the refrain is very powerful. But anyway, I'm going to let you guys hear about that in the show notes. I'll try to get the lyrics to that song, maybe on Metro Lyrics. That's one of the places I get it from. But Beth, I, I can play it. What's the song called? It's, it's called Watching You by Rodney Atkins. I'll just put a link to it in the YouTube show notes, whatever. The Atkins from Apple Music. Yeah. Oh, this song right here. Oh my God, this is a good song. You remember it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> a four-year-old said a four-letter word. <laughs> Where'd you learn to talk like that? You said ain't that cool. I'm your buckaroo. You like you. Food. Food. I told you are. We got cowboy boots and old pants. Everything you do. you. That's the song I'm referring to. <laughs> oh, I love this verse. This is a good verse. But, um, I'm going to go ahead and stop recording here, Bella, but we can talk. Because... The music can only be played on Spotify or Anchor only. So, just a second. Um, thanks all of you for uh, joining us. If you have any feedback about the stuff that you are hearing, go to denverqueen.com. Email me at denverqueen at gmx.com and please put the name of the podcast, episode, whatever. Something in that subject line that tells me you're writing me about the podcast. And if you want to be on the podcast, just like I ended up throwing Bella in, because I think Bella's cool like that. I love her to death. She's one of my very good friends, and she is so cool. And you know what? Maybe I should have you guest co-host this thing for a while. What do you think? I can do it. Um, yeah. You can... Like I said, mm-hmm. the next one I want to do is on... Uh... Mm-hmm. Explicit versus unexplicit. You know what? That would be good, and I'll I'll just put an explicit link on or explicit language checkbox on there just in case. 
But um, yeah. Thanks all. And I'm using this is brought to you by my Olympus LSP4, which is the cutest little thing I have ever used. Anyway, I gotta get out of here. Ah. Uh. <laughs>